Good morning, America. Welcome to Wednesday, October the 11th, 2023. The Boss Big Show is on the air everywhere at exactly 107.1 and 99.7 FM. Tune in accordingly on your Boss app, 1071theboss.com. Whole crew back in action today and ready to go for another power-packed episode of the R&R Show. <laughs> that always kind of rhymed a little bit there. It was pretty good, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was bit, pretty yeah. good, yeah. yeah. Joe and I just having a riveting discussion about the uh, direction of Route 18 Dick versus Rose. the Garden State Parkway. That was a deep discussion for this time of the morning. I'm, oh, I'm impressed yeah. with myself for keeping up with you. <laughs> I'm impressed that you knew where Cherry Hill was. Well, that's, uh, that's Ross's hometown. So sure, I, yeah, I, know. I know that. Did you know I worked in Philadelphia? I used to really? dr- used to drive down. To Philadelphia, when I was a teenager, I managed to get a weekend job, and I drove down for like fifteen bucks an hour to say I worked in Philadelphia. What an idiot! Wow, what an no, idiot! That's a good. It's a good. Well, look what it got you. Well, I don't know, um, but I, uh, but I, yeah, no. That part of it's so funny how New Jersey is. Like, if you're from the shore, you're from the shore. If you're from North Jersey, you're from North Jersey. If you're from outside of Philly, you're from outside of Philly. Oh. And re- you rarely, you know, it rarely uh, mixes. You know, if you, I mean, I, I was just saying to you off air. Last time I was in Cherry Hill was in 1978. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing you remember things like that. That's- oh, I absolutely remember. We were we were going down to see where the, f- the old Philadelphia Flyers, a girl I knew up at the WSOU, she went the the radio station, the college radio station. Yeah. She loved the Flyers, so a bunch of us decided we were going to drive down to see if we could find them after a game in a bar in Cherry Hill. <laughs> there you go. That's like we were talking about with Kendall Jenner. People go camp out, try and meet their mm-hmm. their idols. You know. Yeah, so we drove down, and I, I honestly don't remember ever being in Cherry Hill ever since then. <laughs> it's a beautiful town. Yeah, yeah sure. Cherry Hills, yeah. yeah, nice place. But it's a long drive that he does every time he comes up here. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll be yeah, here. Uh, he's here every day for the horrible scopes, which he'll be here today. And it's a long, long drive every day. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. funny. We never got to this, but there was a member of the governor, Governor Phil, maybe a month ago, declared that Central Jersey is the thing. And I got a lot of people that sent me messages asking us to open up the phones and talk about that. Some people just think it's, it's north, north and south, but there is no central, and other people insist it's the other way. Mm-hmm. Kind of a funny thing how people get so passionate about such a well, such we, a dumb topic. I really did. just talking about a map. Yeah, oh, it is. every every time we mention anything that happens in Neptune. Oh yeah, this really bugs you, doesn't it? I don't know why it makes me crazy, but we get text messages. That's Neptune City, or that's not <laughs> Neptune City. I'm like, yeah. Why do you care? But it's we, something relax. about the people in in Neptune specifically that get it's, very frustrated oh with the my gosh. township versus Neptune City versus regular right. Neptune. If you say just Neptune yeah. and you're in Neptune City, I guarantee I'll get ten text messages <laughs> that say that's a Neptune City. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Relax. Well, people, you know, people are like that. And then uh, uh, Point Point Beach and Point Borough. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that yeah. one makes sense because one of them is the beach and one of them is the inlet town. I mean, that makes right. sense. Well, no, but part of the borough is uh, east of the canal. A lot yeah, of it I guess is, so. Yes. I mean, you think of the, the beach, Point Beach being, you know, the boardwalk where Jenks and Martells yes. are, you know. That's not Point Borough. I mean, and I didn't grow up no. here and I've learned that over the past few years, you know. Yeah, Point Borough is, but a lot of people think Point Borough is once you get over the, you know, over the canal, but it isn't. Yeah, uh, where Richie lives is he lives in Point Borough, but that's on the east side of the canal. Right. So, um, but uh, but uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of crazy quirky things in New Jersey. We had him working overtime yesterday. That's for sure. Yeah, on the Parkway. So. <laughs> All right. He was thrilled about it. I'm sure he was. <laughs> going to love this, and we'll see if my mood holds up for the rest of the day. We had construction. Yeah, you're in a good mood. How come? I, well, I'm fine now, but we had construction late yesterday, so we were just wrapping up the show, and you can hear 
they were doing, I don't know what they're doing, the roof, putting in uh, air conditioners or something. And I didn't get a memo. I didn't, no one gave me a heads up. So I was, uh, I was quite prickly as we walked out of here yesterday <laughs> because you could, you could hear it on the microphone. So, oh, that's a what? Well, we got here and they've got the scaffolding still up. So I'm mm-hmm. a little bit concerned that today's broadcast <laughs> could be a little dicey. So we'll see what happens. I remember one day, one morning at one of the other radio stations, all of a sudden we're there and there was a whole, there, the whole next floor, they were redoing everything up there. And all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> oh, no. Well, <laughs> they, had, they had one of those, you know, things to pull tile up. Yeah. Up on the floor, right above the studio. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little concerned today. They tear something up. There's going to be like uh, bugs uh, coming from uh, the ceiling or no, something. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. You got to hit one of those centipede nests that you have there. <laughs> So get ready, Joe. It's going to be a good day if I get construction noise. Get ready. Oh, yeah, we're ready. On the way, we're talking to a comedy hero of mine, the legendary John Cleese from the Monty Python crew. And he was in Harry Potter and Mm -hmm. James Brown. James Brown. James uh, Bond. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if he knows James Brown. Uh, We're trying to mention to him, he was in the movie Rat Race, which is, if you ask me, a hilarious underrated uh, movie from back in the 90s. So... You got a lot to talk I think about. He's in the Pink Panther, too. He's in the Pink he? Panther. Yeah. He's doing a one man show. He's uh, very active in uh, politics in the UK. So, a lot mm-hmm. of things to ask John Cleese about this morning. Should be an interesting conversation. We'll do the Fast Five, birthdays. He said. She said. Happens at 7 50. We'll play the mystery oldie of the day. More passes into Wheel of Fortune Live. That happens at 7 10. Uh, going to be a busy one today. So, yeah. First and foremost, time for pre coffee mm-hmm. thoughts. Every Wednesday, we have everybody go around the room and write down just the uh, first thing comes to mind, a little stream of consciousness. And then we share them here. People seem to get a kick out of this. Get you over the hump and closer to the weekend at pre coffee thoughts. Uh, whether or not to use two knives when making a PB&J at a friend's house is the ultimate test of one's moral compass. Oh, yeah. And to do it even in your own home. Because yeah. you don't want to... I always use two knives in our home because you are allergic to peanut butter. Yeah. So if I have to dip it back into the jelly, I obviously can't use that same knife. But... I'll tell I you what. Give up the peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Do the marshmallow oh, the and fluff. jelly. Marshmallow fluff and jelly. And jelly. Inter- just, I've had it with peanut butter, but not jelly. Just delicious. Interesting. Now, I can't eat the peanut butter, but I'm just saying for anybody... Can't go wrong with marshmallow fluff and uh, jelly. And jelly, okay. Good idea for lunch today. Yeah. <laughs> Driving over the speed limit has to be the most consistently broken law without enforcement. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking about the roadways. We were 88 miles an hour like uh, Back to the Future on Route 18 just moments ago. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, they, they can't catch you unless they've already flagged no. you. No. The less water tastes, the better it tastes. Yeah, that's true. There are certain waters that have a weird taste, and you just don't want that taste. LinkedIn is the one social media site that both gets a lot of users and finds a way to make itself super non-addictive. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exactly right. Yeah. No one ever dresses up like Santa Claus for Halloween. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, poor Santa. You got the Santa costume, would, but only for Christmas, not for Halloween. That would be a good costume. Probably that's Mr. True, and Mrs. Though. Claus. There's probably some nitwit out there doing uh, Oh, I'm sure. Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus or whatever, and Santa and his elf. Well, you can repurpose it. There's got to be somebody dressing up like Will Ferrell as Buddy the Elf. I'm sure there's someone oh, doing that for Halloween. I'm but, sure. Right. I hope so. That's enough of that. Time now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Local businesses, organizations, community groups, putting on events, charities as well, raising money for their cause. Let us know. We share them every morning about 62835. You can do it on Facebook at the website or by texting us, of course, 732-774-4444. Let's talk about the weekend, shall we? Boss Rody's on the move. Mary's Place by the Sea 2023 Walkathon and Run will go on Saturday morning, rain or shine, starting at 9 o'clock. I'm told it's rain or shine. And then they'll be over at the Vingo Pal Civic Association 
Association Animal Commu- uh, Annual Community Fair and Family Day. That'll start at 11 o'clock in the morning. Then on Wednesday, Michelle will be doing a girls' night out at the Atlantic Medical Imaging of Brick location, starting at 5 with your chance to win. And the boss already is also going to be out for the big Jenks Halloween party. Talk oh, about Point yes. Beach. Big costume contest goes out 8 o'clock. Uh, maybe you're doing Santa Come and Mrs. Claus. Sure. <laughs> Saturday night, October 28th, 8 o'clock. Big Halloween to-do with your friends here from 1071 The Boss. Fall Festival going on tomorrow afternoon. Argos Farm and Lacey starts at 2. Enjoy a corn enjoy a corn maze. Uh, pick the perfect pumpkin. Enjoy delicious treats. Am I on Ambien or something? I I'm not like, sure what's like happening. every other word, I'm stumbling over myself here. <laughs> you put a little Ambien in my drink last Just night? take it slow. Take it slow. Fall Festival will have a corn maze, perfect pumpkins, delicious treats, and live music to argosfarm.com for all the details. The Wedding and Party Expo is happening at the New Jersey Convention Center Sunday from noon to four, free admission and parking. Nearly 100 exhibitors that specialize in helping you plan the party of your dreams. Perfect. I went to the hairdresser yesterday and the girl that cleans your hair before you get your hair cut. Mm-hmm. I remembered last time they were, she had just gotten engaged that day so she was walking around, oh look at my ring! That's how they all do that. <laughs> And I said, did, did I remember last time I was here, you were just engaged? Oh, yes. And I said, how's the party planning going? And she goes off about the venue, and she's got this, and she's got that. And I said, I hope you're saving money. And mm. she's like, well, yes, yes. And you could just see the... That's such a guy thing to say. You could see the sound of silence so, over her face. That's she, such a man thing to say. <laughs> I hope, I hope sa- you're saving some money. You saved up for all that. That's... <laughs> I'm just in my head. I'm just hearing the register. Pa-ting, You're ba-ting. Yeah. She's like, we got 150 people. We just got a venue. I got a dress. I'm like, good luck with that. <laughs> Welcome to credit card debt, baby. You'll be calling yeah. Optima Tax Relief pretty soon. Mm-hmm. That is a warm, uh, warm wishes for someone's marriage, isn't right, it? Right, right. And the Montclair <laughs> Film Festival. Presenting three new films at the uh, Basie Center Cinemas in Red Bank at the start up Wednesday, October 25th, and Thursday, the 26th. Little Prayer, a theater's lounge, and they shot the piano player. Ooh. Tickets for the screenings on sale now through the BasieCenterCinemas.com. That's at movie theater right by the uh, Basie Theater, by and the way. And they have the best popcorn ever. Yeah, they do. Good so popcorn. I don't know why. It's it's different <laughs> than any other popcorn. It's yeah. so good. There you are. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. It's hump day and I'm moving just a little slow. My body knows I got three more days to go at a job filled with office politics and drama. Yes, that's why I'm still in my pajamas. It's hump. chilly this morning than it did yesterday to me, but that's just anecdotal, of course. A little bit, yes. I have to wear a coat as I walked out the door this morning. <laughs> Although I did get a nice uh, new jacket this year. You did. For the season. I was wearing, I think, the same winter jacket every day of last winter, so it's nice to have a little variety, but not necessary today. It's back to the shorts, which feels good. <laughs> you were showing yes. me a, a Facebook post, a news post this morning mm-hmm. at Kendall Jenner. Of the uh, you know the Kim Kardashian the Kardashian crew. sisters, right. yes, she is releasing uh, her own gin. Is it a gin? It's no, it's a tequila. A tequila. So she has her own tequila. I believe it's called Eight One Eight Tequila, and it's been out, but she's doing a lot of promotion for it now. And this is something celebrities are all over mm-hmm. because I imagine there's a huge uh, upside, a huge revenue stream mm-hmm. to producing your own liquor, whether it is a tequila or a gin or oh, a, sure. a bourbon, whatever it is, mm-hmm. vodka. I think they do. They, Different celebrities do all of those yeah. things. So she's going out and doing a little promotion. And you mentioned uh, back in your hometown, there's a news story from one of the local uh, news channels that there are two women who have been camped out in front of this little dingy liquor store where she's making 
making uh, an appearance for three days. Three days. Now, she's not specifically even doing a meet and greet, right? She's going there to do publicity, so they're just assuming that they're going to get close yes. enough to at least uh, take a picture yes. of her with her. That is crazy to me that someone spent three days of their life camped out in front of a liquor store for a Kardashian. And let's keep in mind, it's colder there, right. so it's been freezing overnight, and they're sitting... In literally these, freezing in the literally 30s overnight? Wow. freezing. They're sitting in these tents outside of a liquor store. Yeah. There's no bathroom. I'm sure. not. Sh- I'm not sure what they're doing. I don't know that I want to know. But for three <laughs> days to meet a Kardashian, I don't think there's anybody in this whole world that I would ever sleep outside for three days to see. Yeah, I honestly cannot think of a single person that. Well, I would certainly do that not for. for three days. I mean, there were people. Uh, we were talking yesterday about uh, Paul McCartney. I, mean, sure. I would love to have the opportunity to meet him. I and mean, there are certainly dignitaries. The Pope would be interesting to meet. I would, I would wait in the a Dalai line. The Dalai Lama would yeah. be interesting. Yeah, I would wait in a line and maybe even for a whole day, but. I wouldn't take time off of work and spend three days outside just for the chance because you're not even sure that you're going to get to meet them to do it. Just, that's just crazy just to me. think about the planning involved in that. They, <laughs> they, they happen to, I don't know, unfold the newspaper and say, uh-huh. hey, hey, look at this. Uh, one of the Kardashians, a Kendall lady, Kendall Jenner is coming to the liquor store. Uh-huh. And I go, I know what we do. Let's take three days, four days off of work. How many days should we take? Let's do three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to get a tent. We're going to get uh, sleeping bags, thermoses. Yeah. We're going to camp out. Is that even legal to camp out? Isn't that considered well, vagrancy to, to sleep on the sidewalk? I, I, wow. have, I don't know. The best part about this is the yeah. event is happening today. They've been there for three days, and they're still the only two in line right now. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> just a surprise to everybody, huh? All right, well, let's get a follow-up on that. I want to know I if will. they... I hope they get at least a free bottle of tequila, something to right. warm them up. I'm sure there's a Kermit out there having sleep for three days on the sidewalk. That'd be a good place yeah, for that him. Would, yeah. He yeah, probably he would that. to meet a Kardashian. Yeah, Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, he really would. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Kendall, sure. And there's tequila at the end of it? Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Is she the one that's already the richest uh, female businesswoman in the, in no, the world? No, no. She's the model. No. The tall. What's the name tall. of the other one? Kylie. Kylie. She's mm-hmm. the super rich, smart one. They're, I mean, I think they're all... I, I mean, I know people make fun of them, but yeah. I think they are, are all pretty smart. They've all done really well in their businesses, and I know they have people helping them, but... You think? And capital? Not, and capital, but I... <laughs> and endless resources of all kinds? I'd do pretty well, too, if someone handed me a check for $500 million. Yeah. Well, of all the Kardashians, I think Kendall is the least fake in plastic. She mm. looks the same as she has since the beginning of the show. Mm. She's just grown up. It's interesting to me who you choose, whom you choose to defend sometimes. I'm not defending. I was defend- second not- to you with Lindsay Lohan yesterday. I wasn't defending Lindsay Lohan, and I'm not defending them either. No. I just think that they have, they've done a lot of things, and they've succeeded in everything that they've done business-wise. So I hmm. think that they're not as dumb as people say they are. I think it's the way that they speak. But they, oh, my God. You got high, 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 sure. You know, that kind of thing. That's a California thing, though. That's well, a California thing. That's yeah. just- but, you know, also, we weren't defending Lindsay Lohan. We were saying that she made a cute movie. I, I don't like Lindsay Lohan at all. I really, loved it. But. Has no business being in a Christmas movie, but we're not going to relitigate this. We're not taking this up to the Court of Appeals. Why is she no business being in a Christmas movie? Because we discussed this yesterday because she's a sleepy person. That's why. People change. <laughs> I don't know about that. Do you think? Yeah. I all think right. she's probably grown up a little bit and maybe matured a little bit, but... Fine. You know, so, so, so have I. I'm sorry for saying something oh, yeah. about Lindsay Clearly. Lohan. I'm fine. I'll even watch the damn movie if you want, okay? It's no, cute. you'll hate the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, why, now, why would I hate the movie? I like Christmas because movies. You don't like anything cute, except for your wife. 
I got uh, an article oh, here from, uh, can we just move on, on from this? I got an article <laughs> here from BuzzFeed on things that men uh, will admit to each other they do, will not admit to their spouse, to their person. Oh, to yes. Woman that they do. Let's hear this. Oh, geez. Let's hear this one. In no particular order, uh, standing sideways when they're using the toilet to go pee-pee. Standing sideways, not standing in front of the bowl, but standing to the side of the bowl. Oh, okay. I've done that. Okay. If you have room in your bathroom, sure. Yeah, really. Picking their nose. Okay. All right. Kicking uh, ice cubes under the fridge when they fall down. I've seen you do that. I've watched you do that that before. I do that all the time. Just pick it up. Crying. Okay. This is another thing that I have a bad habit of doing, but uh, putting your finger someplace on your body and then sniffing it to see how it smells. Ew. Men admit that they do this. I like that you're skipping over a few. Well, some of them are just a little long. Uh, having their hand down their pants just because it's comfortable to watch TV that way. Mm-hmm. Look at other right. guys and think to themselves, man, that's an attractive guy. I don't know. You agree with any of these? I think these no. are pretty... I probably do most of these. Can you read number 11? Oh, you have his... Hang on a second. What's going on here? And Rochelle in the morning. Calm down, please. One oh seven one, The Boss. I don't know why that just played. Yeah, what, I pulled what was, it up. What was number 11? Uh-huh. Uh, check out women or men if they prefer. They find a track of in public when, when they're with their partner. Sure. I mean, I'm sure people do that. <laughs> well, why why would you bring that up? Is that supposed to be some sort of a cheap shot at me? No. I'm, I just thought it was funny that you you went over that one. You I'd be that. shocked and appalled if any man did that. I just said that a minute yeah. ago that men look at men. And so, yeah, sure. I'm sure men look at women as well. <laughs> I mean, you can't help but uh, they, they say that the people scientifically take just a couple of seconds to make a decision whether or not they find someone attractive. Sure. So I'm not surprised at that at all. Crying during movies. All right, that's the list. Why? Well, those, those, those are those seem those aren't that bad. They won't admit no, most of all. those to no. women. The sniffing one's kind of weird. Yeah, you don't do the sniffing. I do the sniff test all the time. I sniff my clothes too, make sure they're okay if I haven't washed them. If you have to sniff it, it's dirty. Just throw it in the hamper. I don't think it means... <laughs> if you have to sniff it, it's dirty. <laughs> I don't think it necessarily means it's dirty. It Why just means are you it's sniffing a good point. it then? You've worn it That's before. Because right. you've worn it before and you just want to check and see. It's more of an investigation than anything else. I'm not, I'm not sniffing any clothes. <laughs> if, if I have to sniff it, it's dirty. It's going in the washer. No. Oh, that's really funny. I got a whole, got a whole ball of them. It's on, on the top shelf. Just grab a pair of pants for today. Yeah, I mean, unless you're uh, rolling around in the mud, you're probably fine. Probably, assuming you took a shower that day, the day you wore it. Well, see, that's why then men do the finger test and go. Ew, yeah, that, my, that I, is gross. My armpits smell okay. We're fine. <laughs> well, I guess we've learned that I'm more of a Neanderthal than Nolan. Yeah. So we got that going if for us. If you have to sniff it, it's dirty, whether it's your body <laughs> or your clothes. You know what? That's that's something to live by right there. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, at least we don't have any construction going this morning, so I got that for me. Uh, it's early yet. First, <laughs> can't say Hall and Oates. We'll say Daryl Hall and John Oates. Everyone just says Hall and Oates, but if you look at all their record labels, all their albums, the concerts, yeah. always Daryl Hall and John Oates. That's the way they oh. they ask to be billed. That's too much. We've talked about this where you go backstage and they give you a little piece of paper mm-hmm. to go and say, good night, everybody. Yeah. Hall and Oates be out here said, don't do that. Don't do that. John's manager gets, they got different managers now, too. I don't know if they did back in the 80s when they were, or the 70s when they were starting out, but... I, I've seen them now. You get two different guys back there saying, "Make sure Daryl Hall and John Oates." I understand they they want to use their full names, but it's yeah. just too much. They're not uh, performing together right now. Today, by the way, I mentioned uh, was Daryl's birthday. Joe, you take a look at the hits. You kind of forget. She's gone. You make my dreams. I can't go for that. Kiss on my list. Man eater. Method of modern Tons love. Of them. 
adult education, out of touch, private eyes, rich girl, Sarah Smile, say it isn't so, she's gone. Holy moly. Forgot how many hits they had. And if you want to do yourself a favor, Daryl's got that show where he plays uh, in his house, uh, live from Daryl's house. He invites musicians over. You ever seen this? <laughs> no. It's a no. web show, and I think they run it on... Um, I don't know, Vimeo or whatever. I don't know, whatever that... Uh, Vivo, that's what Vivo? it is. The okay, online the, uh, music video site right, there. Right, right, He had Smokey Robinson over, and they get Smokey singing uh, Ooh, Baby, Baby, and then it just kind of melds into Sarah's smile. Oh, boy, goosebumps. So if you're a Hall wow. & Oates fan, and you never seen that, oh, it's great. That Lo- sounds great. Love me some Smokey Robinson, yeah. that's for sure. Nor'easter Nick be back live from the Norcast Weather Center in a minute here. i got to ask him, AccuWeather... The AccuWeather people are out with their long-range forecast for winter in New Jersey. Uh-oh. They say, well, last year was one of the least snowy winters for the tri-state area. They expect this winter heavier snow activity. It'll come in waves. Mm. They say it's going to hit its hard the middle of November with surprise nor'easters one right after another. It'll be quiet through in the November. holidays. November? Yep. And then getting well, bad again January, February. Well, if they're telling us now, they're not going to be surprise nor'easters. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> No, I don't write this. I'm just, I'm just telling you what they posted on the AccuWeather no, site. Right? Oh no, I know that wasn't you. I know that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Surprise, nor'easters. Well, you're telling us in the middle of October. Yeah. It really yeah. doesn't typically snow in November, does it? Not a heavy blizzard kind Not of snow. Typically, it's just chilly, no, but, but yeah. we're supposed to get heavy snow now, in here's, November. Here's what concerns me. Aside of the fact that I get paranoid about these kind of things, is it is the farmers' almanac and the old farmers' almanac. Uh-huh. You know, there's you know how they have those at the checkout at the supermarket. Yeah, you flip through both of them, and now AccuWeather, all three are saying it's going to be a miserable Ooh, snowy winter. So That's bad. It's because of the uh, the El Nino activity is what they're saying. Now, mm. Nor'easter Nick, the last I talked to him um, off the air, this is a couple of days ago, but he was saying, no one knows. I don't know. I'll be the first to tell you we got to wait till three or four days out to know how bad a snowstorm is going to be. You can't predict it three months in advance, but it still freaks you out a little bit. You know? Yep. Ugh. I remember my friend Billy used to say 24 hours. <laughs> Nick says three days, Bill's at 24 hours. He said sometimes 12 hours. Yeah. You don't even know until it actually is falling. Right. Well, you just sometimes. don't know How where intense it's, it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. You don't know where it's moving and what. You, but, uh, I hate snow. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's making it me science. sad just thinking about it. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> well, you know what? Nothing. Yep. So you just uh, right. you know, put your head down and plow through it. <laughs> Boy, I see was, what you did there. No, I yeah, see I what did you that. did there. See, that is, yeah, that oh, was yeah. horrible. That's 44 years. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> Loudwire is out with the most controversial song from the year you were born. Goes back, uh, well, it goes back to the 50s, and they give you the, oh. going through the list here, uh, the most controversial song the past year is that Jason Aldean. That's how they do oh, it in a small yeah. town. Yeah, 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 lots of buzz yeah, about that song. But they go back to the 30s here. There's a whole bunch of like, uh, 1930. <laughs> Prohibition is a failure. Who knew that was the thing? They were even doing songs about politics back then. Let me go through uh, some more modern ones. We Shall Overcome, Pete Seeger, you know, these protest kind of songs. Mm-hmm. That's from the 50s. 60 Minute Man. Okay. It's a sexually explicit song from the 50s. <laughs> Filthy. 60 Minutes. Hound Dog by Elvis, believe it or not, made the list. Sure. Being controversial. Yeah, sure. It's because yeah. he moves his hips. Mac the Knife. Really? Yeah. Mac the Knife. Uh, yeah, Burner. Uh, we Are the World. Yeah. I really wouldn't think of that. Born yeah. in the USA, Bruce, 1984, that came out. Really? Yep. That's very strange. That still is. More well, recently, uh, American Idiot by Green Day, right after uh, 9-11. A lot of people were offended mm. by that. So most well, controversial sure. uh, song the year you were born. Uh, I can post the article. Maybe we post that on yeah. Facebook so people can see what it was for you click their the year. Little, it's like that deal where you sign up for something at your bank and then you got to go a uh, month 
date and then the year, scroll and, the and then you go blah, 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 to go all the way down to the year you were born. I don't know why they always start with 2021 or something. <laughs> Make me go all the way back. Little... The, that's the worst when you have to do that. I feel like every yeah. year it gets harder and it takes me longer to get to my year. A frustrating. Scroll all the way back there. By the way, I had an uh, email yesterday. It came to my personal email. They asked me to ask you, Joe. This is from an Amelia. She wants to know if you can send her the recipe for that uh, pasta with the lobster tails you were talking about yesterday. It's really, you made pasta meatballs and put lobster on it, right? There's nothing more to it. Yeah, that's it. Right. <laughs> that's the recipe. Your garlic, olive really oil, any salt and pepper, yeah, any I of that stuff. a little olive oil, a little uh-huh. garlic, little, uh, but the but I get the the um, the, the, salt, the, the, the tomatoes. I, I got to find the name of it. I forget the name of it, but it's all New Jersey, all Jersey tomatoes, so. Best tomatoes in the world, by the way, come from New Jersey. Beefsteak tomatoes. Oh, yeah, oh, they're so It's because good. of those brick cows, you know, fertilizing they are the land. The best. That's, that's right. But the tomatoes, I mean, I think we're one of the biggest t- tomato producers in the country. Yeah, they're delicious. What did you have last night? Anything else? Anything New good? Leftovers uh, last night? Leftovers, yeah. All right. Although my wife had a nice piece of grouper we got at uh, Point uh, Lobster the other night. Mm. Uh, you picked up on outside. Yeah. That was really good. She had a little piece of it. Really, really good. What was that uh, fake bread you bought last night? We had uh, chili dogs with... It's just uh, keto bread. It's not fake bread. Like high in protein or something. It makes yeah, it feel like you swallowed protein a... protein and fiber in it. Swallowed a beach ball. Yeah, fake <laughs> bread. I'm not giving anybody the recipe for that. Because <laughs> we had a piece long. of Italian bread from this bakery on Staten Island that ships it over here. Mm. Yeah. That, that's definitely bread. better than the bread that we had. Oh, it's just <laughs> oh, terrible. Robbie, yeah. next time, you know, when I see you a week from Saturday, I'll get a loaf of that for you. Oh, right. That bread, oh, that's good bread. Good bread. <laughs> I'll just be in the back seat of the car eating bread. <laughs> good bread. <laughs> Tearing it apart like a black bear. All right, thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Time for the mystery oldie of the day. It's kind of like name that tune. Mm-hmm. It's an old song. It's a song you might not have heard in a little while, but certainly a big hit, familiar song. Once we uh, do reveal, once we do positive idea it. But it'll be up to the first person to uh, correctly identify what the mystery oldie is to uh, solve the mystery and win a pair of tickets. Go see Wheel of Fortune live at the Count Basie Center for the Arts. We're in Red Bank on November 5th. I just got a picture from uh, my friends over there at the Basie. John Cleese was there, I guess, a year or so ago. Oh, really? Yeah, he was on the Celebrity Hotline. He's doing a tour. He's not stopping at the Basie this time. He's up at Bergen Pack and I think in, uh, I forget the other place he is, but anyway. He was at the Basie before, sent a nice picture of him. He's got a nice picture of him. That's a funny man right there. If you missed it, we'll play that John Cleese interview back again after 9 o'clock. I wonder, it's probably, uh, you know why we get him so early? Because it's six hours ahead. I bet he's uh, at home in London right now. Oh, yeah. It's already lunchtime over Mm -hmm. there. But Mm -hmm. Anyhow, we'll do that again uh, a little bit later on this morning. We'll play for uh, Wheel of Fortune live now with the mystery oldie of the day. Here it is. Listen closely. This is tough, all right? (laughs) That's it. That's all you're getting out of it. That's it. That's it? That's it. Kermit says we've been too easy lately. Usually second or third it's caller. It's not even a note. What's name that tune? It's a it's a note. But it's not a even a note. Go, go do it again. You ready? Yeah. I don't. Let it sink in for a second. I don't. Hmm. Seven three two. Usually not even a note. That's really seven seven four forty four forty four. Lines are open. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Plan for passes to Wheel of Fortune live. I don't. That's a lyric, so you're not just getting uh, the voice. instrumental part. So maybe if that lyric pops into your head, you go, oh, I know what it is. But I don't. What's that? It's not even a full lyric. It's not a word. No, I know that. That's why it's the mystery oldie. It's a mystery. Do it again. I don't. 732-774-4444. Let's try our first contestant line one. Good morning. It's a boss. 
what a wonderful world it would be. No, that's an mm. excellent guess, though. That's an excellent guess. It's not what a wonderful world. I can't even begin to guess. That's that's really I'll, tough. I'll give it to you again. I don't. 732-774-4444. Meantime, phone lines wide open on Mystery Oldie. We'll check uh, the socials here. Look for that hashtag from Mamas. Hashtag MOM Mom. Confessions. We hear from moms every day, and we share them on the radio about 720, 920, just like this. Elizabeth Ann said, welcome to the next phase of parenthood, where your kids can finally sleep through the night and you still can't. <laughs> Isn't that nice? I told you earlier, I feel like I'm uh, moving slowly today. <laughs> Did you sleep well? I've been, I slept fine. Maybe that's what the problem yeah. is. I never Too take a, I never take a sleeping pill or anything like that, but you hear people talk about how they, they're trying to say what they're trying mm-hmm. to say or their mouth is just not moving as fast as their brain is working, and I got that going today for Roggy. some reason. Maybe that's it. I don't yeah. know. At Dreamy Days 2010 said, stages of a quick trip to Costco. One, I need one thing. Mm. Two, I need a shopping cart. Three, I need help loading this into my car. Four, I need a bigger car. You know what's tough is uh, when you, you get all cocky and you, you buy like five cases of the uh, seltzer water or the soda, whatever, yeah. your beer, whatever you're mm-hmm. into. I guess you can't buy beer at Costco. And you put it under your cart and then you you never estimate how hard it's going to be, how much muscle strength to push that out there and then get them out of the car and then bring them in the house. You know what the worst is, is when you go into Costco or any store, really, and you don't get a cart because you're just going for one thing. And by the time you get to checkout, you're holding so many things that it's your arms are, it's painful. Yeah. I came in for one thing. It's just. I know, but tough. these are only $1.99. I know. We got to get six oh, cases I, oh, of it. Oh, I also needed that. I oh, I definitely I need that. that. Every time. That's where to buy your meatballs if you're going to do Joe's recipe for uh, lobster pasta. Butter. Yeah. <laughs> Angie Pollock said, normal people, hey, I just ran out of sh- shampoo and I need more. Teenagers, hey, I ran out of shampoo like five months ago. Why haven't you gotten me more yet? <laughs> well, in other news, I'm still a teenager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you is, do that exact same thing. This is kids and husbands. We never know. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 720, 920. Send one in. You might hear yours right here. Right in the thick of the mystery oldie of the day. It's 732-774-4444. Here it is again. Let's go to line one again. Mm. Hi, it's a boss. Yeah, good morning. Did you get a winner? Uh, not yet. You got a guess for us? Uh, don't stop believing. It is not no. don't stop believing. That's a good guess. I see where you're going there. I'll yep. play it for you one more time. Again, I know it's tough. It's just a half a note. I don't. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Hi, did you guys get a winner yet? Not yet. What do you think? I think it's Don McLean, American Pie. Oh, that's a good guess, but no, it's not American Pie. You're of the right era, though. It is a moldy goldie oldie like that, our mystery oldie of the day. 732-774-4444. Wide open here. A lot of guesses, but no one right yet. Good morning. It's the boss. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi, you want to take a guess? Oh my God. What is it? Um, is it uh, Jailhouse Rock? Nope, not no. Jailhouse Rock. No. Nope. Okay. Any text guess? A text connect guesses this morning? Um, let's see. Again, seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Here it is one more time. Nope. So it's just tough, huh? I mean, Kermit talked me it's into tough. making it a quick little clip. Hi, it's a boss. What do you think? Hi, the Billy Joel. Don't go changing. No, oh, another good guess. I can see where you're going with that, though. Another good guess. Don't go changing. Yeah. People coming up with some good ones, and you hear it, and you go, "Yeah, that does make." It's sense. just hard. It's not even like a full note. I know. Why did he make it so hard? Hi, it's a boss. Did you get a guess? I mean, is that a winner? I not yet. You want to take a guess at it? Is I I might not know the song. Neil Sedaka. Nope, not Neil Sedaka. Thank you for trying. 
I don't. <laughs> That's all I can give you. I don't. I really can hear the Billy Joel song now. It does sound like Billy. It is mm-hmm. not Billy. I'll tell you, it's older than that. It goes before Billy. So this is a little oldie, real oldie today. 732-774-4444. Mystery oldie of the day. Hi, it's Boss. Hi. I don't know don't know much about history, Sam Cook. Nope, nope. Mm. Oh, that's a good that's a great guess. That is a good guess. No, nope, that's not it. Hi, it's a boss. Don't cry out loud. Nope. Uh, okay. I can hear that too. Yeah, yeah. everybody's just trying to think of anything that's good. Don't in the lyrics, right? I will give you a little hint and tell you that uh, don't is not in the title of this song. It's in the chorus. I'll go ahead and give you another little clue and tell you this is kind of uh, a staple of the uh, the folk rock movement. I believe John Denver wrote this song, although it's not him singing. If that gives you a little idea of the uh, the time period we're talking about here. Playing for Wheel of Fortune live ticket, 732-774-4444. I don't. <sighs> that's, that's really hard. Captain Rich has just texted and guessed Hey Jude by the Beatles. That is incorrect. No, okay. Incorrect. Again, this is kind of like a folk song. See, this is definitely hard because he he usually gets it. Yep. So. I, I, I give you a little bigger piece of the yes, song? I really I hate to do that, but I'll I'll do it. I need a little bit more. All right, let me grab one more call before I do that. Hi, it's a boss. Hey, how about Pat Boone? Nope, not Pat Boone. Mm. Pat Boone, get out of here, Pat Boone. <laughs> All right, here's another little clip of it. Oh. So there's another part of the song. And here's the original clip. Hopefully that helps you out a little bit. Hi, it's a boss. Hi, is it leaving on a jet plane? Is it leaving on a jet plane? Oh, yes. Here comes that little clip. I don't know when I'll okay. be back again. Okay. Yeah. Now, how did you figure it out? Was it the John Denver clue that he wrote that song? No, no. It was when you gave a little bit more of the song. Yeah. Oh, okay. You needed a little more. That was tough. It wasn't even a note. Well, don't blame me. As always, blame our producer. It's, always, it's never my fault. It's always his fault. What's your name? My name is Colleen. All right, Colleen, we got passes for you to uh, the pair of passes head to Wheel of Fortune Live at the Basie coming up on November 5th. You're, you're going to have fun doing that for sure. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Now, you don't get Pat Sajak. You know who's hosting this is Mark L. Wahlberg, the mm. uh, Antiques Roadshow guy uh, who I had a little okay. beef with. So, be, you know, hopefully he's nice to you. Okay. <laughs> Will do. Thank you. All right. Hang on, Colleen. We'll get all your info. We'll get that to you. On the way, Fast Five and the birthdays. Here he is, Hershey Bar in hand, with the Wednesday Horrible Scopes. Good morning, Uncle Ross Britton. Aries, Venus is moving through your work and health sector till November 8th, and it's a good time for bringing harmony to your everyday life or more enjoyment in pursuing health and wellness. Hmm. It can also be a time for discovering a smarter use for your current resources. Good. Taurus, the coming weeks bring new energy to your love life with Venus transiting your romance and creativity sector. You not only share your affection more freely, but you also receive love and compliments more confidently. Hmm. Gemini, with Venus moving through your fourth solar house until November 8th, safety, comfort, and familiarity become especially important to you, influencing not only your love life, but also your spending habits and leisure pursuits. You don't know. 
Cancer, with Venus transiting your third solar house, you're taking more pleasure in your daily affairs, connecting with friends, exploring mental interests and topics, or learning new things. Enjoy the stability and security in your social and love relationships. I will. Leo, Venus is now blessing your second solar house until November 8th, and you're in a better position to enjoy yourself without self-consciousness. This transit steadies your emotions and stimulates your practical eye and sense of balance. Virgo, the moon spends the day in your sign and you're brimming with new ideas, good feelings, and you believe in yourself. Venus is also in your sign until November 8th, giving you a calmer, more harmony-oriented demeanor. Libra, with Venus in your solar 12th house until November 8th, there can be some mystery to your love life, feelings, and affections during this cycle. Mm. You may also be more tentative about connections and purchases during this cycle than usual. Scorpio, with Venus in your friendship sector until November 8th, you're more likable, attractive, and generally framed well. (laughs) Giving yourself and your friends freedom and emotional space is especially worthwhile at this time. I need to filter that. Sagittarius, with Venus transiting your career and reputation sector, there may be social or romantic opportunities through business or formal functions. Mm -hmm. Needless to say... You might enjoy your work and responsibilities more during this cycle. I doubt it. Capricorn, now that Venus is moving through your spirit sector, you're attracted to people, entertainment, art, and Mm. less likely to linger or dwell on things or overthink them as you embrace the moment and express or act upon your affections. Aquarius, with Venus now transiting your solar 8th house until November 8th, it emotionalizes sexuality, finances, and power sharing. It's a good time for working on the more complicated areas of relationships, sharing, and intimacy. And finally, Pisces, your Venus cycle enhancing your social life lasts until November 8th. It's a strong period for attracting and improving close connections. You're more accommodating and open and well-positioned to make a fresh start in the relationship department. And that's your Wednesday Horrible Scopes. Yes, they are. Just passing time now New shoes, too bad I cannot order booze Another big deal day, I'm spending all my pay Because my boss is walking over to me I've got to order now on Amazon 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 1071 The Boss and now off to the celebrity hotline Legendary British comedian from Harry Potter, James Bond Monty Python, it's John mm-hmm. Cleese. Good morning, Mr. Cleese. How are you, sir? Oh, sorry. Hang on. I'm a bet with you, sorry. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you putting your socks on or something? <laughs> well, that's fine. I'm, I'm ready and back. Okay, good. Well, thank you for making some time for us. It is great that you are back out on the road. You got a couple of shows on the way in our area. It'll be at Bergen Pack in Inglewood, October 21st and the 22nd, in Morristown and in Philadelphia, October 25th. It feel good to be back on the road? Well, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I don't know Inglewood or Morristown, so you got to find out a little bit about... Pretty old theaters, small, you know, close to New York City. Yeah. When's the last time you were out on a comedy tour, John? Uh, last year. I, I did a lot. I did a lot of shows in Canada. Okay. I did a few in uh, Northern California. I did Seattle. Well, that's not California. Uh, I did Seattle and I did um, Sacramento. I said Santa Barbara. And then I went to Europe. 
and I started with six shows in Portugal, and then I flew halfway across Europe and did some shows in Budapest and Hungary, and then I think I went as far north as Finland and northern Sweden, as far south as uh, as, uh, as Milan. Oh, wow. So, um, I did, I did a lot of shows. I can't remember quite how many. I think it was 54 or something like that. Um, but all different places. Well, uh, I must say, I'm very fond of that area, sort of around Holland and uh, in Germany. And they're great audiences. I might surprise you, but the two best audiences we had were in Munich and Stuttgart. Huh. Well, sure. yeah, the Germans are certainly known for their sense of humor. <laughs> they are. They are. <laughs> yeah, I, I, joking aside, I would not have guessed that. So that is kind of a, that's an interesting tidbit. It's very odd. But by and large, the, the thing is this, if you're in a more sophisticated city, the audience will laugh more quickly, and then they stop laughing quicker. Right. If you're out in the sticks, they take longer to get the joke, but they laugh at it for longer, so it's hard to keep the pace up. Well, here in New Jersey, you're going to have an audience of guys named Tony and Vinny. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we'll see. But we'll see. I mean, there's nothing very intellectual about the humor we do, but it is, it's quite, it's sort of naughty. It's like playing with the, with the boundaries of good taste. I like doing that because uh, one thing I know is if you start telling slightly edgy jokes you get bigger laughs because the, you get the extra laughter that comes when people were a little bit anxious and then they suddenly laugh at their own anxiety. You get huge laughs. Well, you call it a, an evening with the late John Cleese. <laughs> Are you th starting to think a little bit about your mortality? Well, I died about six or seven weeks ago. <laughs> I was in the papers. I see. I missed that. <laughs> a, a Christian family and my uh, grandmother told me once uh, how to rise again on the third day, which is I think you will get a kick out of this. I was doing my research as a good interviewer should on your career, and I found that there was an online survey of your fans that said you have the best laugh that sounds like a cough of any comedian <laughs> in the business. How do you feel about that? You're quite right. You're absolutely right. I have a smoker's cough, although I haven't smoked for over 30 years. It's a sort of wheeze. I'll do it now. <laughs> <laughs> he may well be the late the late John Cleese after that. Yeah, absolutely. My dad had a cough like that, and my mother and I used to look at him because he smoked too many cigarettes, and then he'd have a cup cough his guts up, and then he'd look at us and say, Oh, that's better. <laughs> you know, you do that laugh and it's really great. Now, of course, you've been in movies like Harry Potter and uh, and James Bond, but Rochelle and I love you in Rat Race love from about it. 20 years ago. That's a hilarious little movie. Like Dawn Rat Race. I actually adored that film. The critics didn't like it very much because I think they're a snotty bunch, but I thought some of the stuff in there was as funny as you get. But I also did a lovely movie with Steve Martin and Goldie Hawn, which was called The Out of Towners. I'm mm -hmm. very pleased with that. But there aren't too many great scripts around. I've always felt that if I wanted a really good script, I've got to write it myself, you know, like, like Fishkill Bond. <laughs> 
Sure. Well, you, your famous laugh is on display in Rat Race, and that's certainly a, a favorite of ours. We wanted to mention that to you. That's right. My dentist did a good job, too. <laughs> uh, John, before we uh, let you run here, let's talk a little more seriously. Uh, you are a longtime supporter of the Labor Party in your native uh, UK. There's been great upheaval in the 10 Downing Street over the last uh, year or two. What are your thoughts on what's happening in your home country? Uh, any any reaction to the latest news? Well, I've been rather ashamed hmm. of Britain for some time now. None of the people, but of the governments. We've had a series of conservative governments which really have just got worse and worse. And I never expected, I really never expected to have corruption on the scale that the present government has, has, has uh, done, uh, you know, with Boris and, and that ridiculous little woman, Trust. Uh, it's, it's kind of shameful. I was also very, very disappointed that London suddenly became the number one city in the world for laundering Russian dirty money. So the whole thing, uh, the whole top layer uh, the conservative top layer has become very distasteful to me, and I'm hoping to God that we throw them out and get some centre-left people in, because although I supported the Labour Party at some point, uh, uh, they went a bit mad just after Thatcher became Prime Minister, mm. and they had an insane conference when they passed all kinds of extreme left-wing stuff, which uh, meant that they were out of power for many, many years, quite rightly. But I'm now a supporter of the centre-left. I'm more slightly to the left economically and slightly to the right culturally. And I think we need a good centre-left government to put some sense into the absolutely appalling mess that the Conservatives and leftists in. Well, so you'd like somebody who's kind of governing from both sides. Imagine that. A, a reasonable politician. Imagine that. <laughs> yes, imagine that. Someone who actually told the truth and didn't pretend he knew the answer to everything. And they were surrounded by a lot of hardworking, decent people. I don't expect politicians to be particularly competent, but I think it is very important to <laughs> corrupt. Yeah, it's a, it's a very low bar, but uh, certainly a reasonable one, I suppose. And uh, <laughs> John will discuss uh, the movies and politics and his career and a whole lot more. It's an evening with the late John Cleese. I love you, man. Thank you for making some time for us. It's an honor to speak to you. Oh, that's really good. Thank you. Well, come along and say hello. We certainly will. Hi, Meanwhile, let's do this. We'll get caller number 10. Play for some cash. Hi. Morning. You are caller number 10. You are through. Hey, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to play for some free money here. It's a jackpot between 107 and 1007. Every time we play the high-low game, it's a number ending in seven. We know that. We don't know your name. What is your name? Robin. All right, rockin' Robin. What do you think? How about 287? 287 is too, too high. high. Too high on that one. But can I get you a boss shirt just for getting through? Sure. All right, we'll get you a shirt, and you can play again after 9 o'clock. We'll do it at 9, 1, and 5 today. Hang on, Robin. High-low free money game. Right here from Jersey's free money station. 1071, the boss. Joe, you like that John Cleese? That's a, that's a fun guy right there. Yeah. He's got a voice you can listen to for a very long time. Yeah. It's just It's, it's almost soothing. He's got, he's got that, that very classic British accent. Yeah. It's very fancy, very regal. Yes. regal. Very, like yeah. You should be on Masterpiece Theater saying, uh, "Yeah, it was once upon a time, that kind of a thing. Well, yeah. I was just looking through his uh, resume. Boy, he's done all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So. 
Appreciate having him on today. We got a uh, Hall and Oates song on the way in a few minutes. Here, I want to say happy birthday to uh, Philly's own Daryl Hall from the group. He's, oh, he's hitting the uh, double sevens today, seventy-seven. We'll get on a Hall and Wasn't Oates. Wasn't John Oates' birthday just a few days? A few days ago, it's kind of funny. Yeah, the two of them, they have so much in common, yet they hate each other. Hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like you and I. Well, you know? No, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like you and me. Oh, man. This day of 1975, Saturday Night Live premiered on NBC. So they're, what is it? Let me do the math here. 48th anniversary. George Carlin was the first host. They had two musical guests, Janice Ian and Billy Preston, the fifth Beatle himself. Hmm. <laughs> Opposite ends there. Yeah. My guess is that they didn't have as many commercials, so they needed to fill more time. They had two musical yeah, guests. Yeah. And that was, of course, uh, that uh, famous episode where Andy Kaufman uh, made his debut and did that Mighty Mouse thing. You remember where he's just singing along to the, here I come to save the day. Mm. <laughs> They're back for their 49th season this Saturday night, live from 30 Rock with uh, Staten Island's own Pete Davidson as the host. And it's only been funny four times since then. Yeah, well, you know, you and I don't agree on that, but I mean, you got to say something for a show that's been able to stay on the air that long. Yeah, well, what else are they going to do there? <laughs> Oh, we could do it. We'll the jump late, right late in there. Show. We'll jump the late right. show. We managed. Uh, we managed to stay this long doing this show. So if we can do it, we probably yeah. last forty nine years over there. So uh. real time traffic with Joe Nolan. You wanted it. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to Colleen Lentini from Bayville. She did it. That was a tough one today. Your mystery really only of the day. Leaving on a jet plane. Peter, Paul, and Mary. A lot of people have sung this song, but the big hit was Peter, Paul, and Mary. And she got passes into Wheel of Fortune Live at the Basie November 5th. We will do the mystery newbie of the day. Kind of a brand new song. We'll name that tune tomorrow morning about 710. Mention uh, Mark L. Wahlberg, the guy from Antiques Roadshow. But don't tell anybody he's from Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> Is hosting uh, the traveling road show of uh, Wheel of Fortune. You don't get yeah. Pat Sajak or Ryan Seacrest. So you get Mark Wahlberg up there. And yeah. I'm trying to remember what his beef was with me because he's another celebrity that, for whatever reason, just was not having it when we had him on the show. I think I, I said uh, you you did uh, Antiques Roadshow for so many years, and he went, oh, it's been a year. I was on for like one year. He was on for like, we looked it up, like 17 seasons. I don't know why he got defensive about well, that. Well, yeah, I don't think he actually had a beef with you. I think he would, he just... He got snotty. He got a little bit. I, I'm not sure. This is like what happened with Wayne Brady a week or so ago. You bring something up and they get all snotty about it. And I'm, I'm not, I yeah. wasn't insulting anybody at all. I wouldn't do that. We're not playing gotcha here. No, know? yeah, no, he did, He just, I don't know that he actually got snotty. He was just trying to say that he wasn't on there. But then we went ahead and looked. Yeah. Because that is where we knew him from, and he, he's still listed as the host. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it without you on it. I, so maybe he's maybe he just didn't know that he they're still using his voice or his likeness yeah, in the background. Got a, got a bad manager or something. Yeah, but then who know. does he take it out on me? That's not yeah. right. Well, Colleen, you'll have a great time anyway. The I show looks you. so yeah, fun. I yeah. did a little Google search on it yesterday, and you can you actually can put your name into a lottery to be one of the contestants. And yeah. it, oh my gosh, it looks. They like They got so the much real fun. wheel and the real yeah. board and all of that. Yes. I wonder if they get a van. They must have a van. They do know. have a van. She's very pretty. You can see her on Instagram. Oh, is she a, a TV person? A person we've heard uh, of? No. no. Just a pretty face. She's very pretty. Just like me. Just mm-hmm. a pretty face. <laughs> All right, another pair of those passes tomorrow morning at 710. And right now, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Brought to you by the URSB Carteret Performing Arts Center. Don't miss Southern Rock Fest Friday night. Featuring Brothers Revival and the special guest Classic Skinner Live. Performed by Southern Steel. 
America. For tickets, go to carteretpack.com. That's carteretpac.com. Fast Five, five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. Stay in touch with us on all the socials at Robbie and Rochelle Radio. Wherever you get podcasts, your searchers comes right up or all at 1071theboss.com. Just click the Robbie and Rochelle morning page, right? We start at number five. Here's a mom on TikTok trying to get her toddlers to do household chores. She thinks Uh-oh. she's figured out, she's unlocked the secret. Of getting a little kid, what what do you define toddler? Three, four, five years old? Yeah, yeah. Getting them to help out, pick up after themselves around the house? I raised my kids on how to be helpful in the house and do chores. And I'm going to explain to you the very first chore that I gave my kids when they were two and three. I taught my kids how to scrape their food in the trash and put their plate in the sink. And it came because I was watching this Daniel the Tiger episode. Everything that he did, he just sang songs about it. So I said, guys, every time you finish your food, guess what we're going to do? Scrape your food in the trash, put your plate in the sink. You know what's so funny to me is this is trending. Have mothers not been doing this, grandmothers, for years and years and years? You would think. I don't know. I See, I don't, I never let the kids put their their plate in the sink because you don't want them to just throw it in there and break it yes right? there's sometimes there's glasses in there so yes they have to put it on the counter but i didn't have they to know how to, how to throw away their stuff though you know don't they do that uh, certainly lola would know how to do that she knows no, how to I, scrape I have, her food off the plate you know, we have a garbage disposal so i just <laughs> here was my mother's way of uh, dealing with all of this let me ask you a question you got two legs do they work go do it <laughs> you want to live to see the age of eight do it you want to have dinner ever again? Go. Yeah. That was my mother's strategy. Yeah. I've... But today, the moms want to sing a little song. That'd be so nice. There's nothing wrong with singing a song. No, it's fine. I mean, maybe that's uh, Wayne Brady's problem, Mark L. Wahlberg's problem. The mom just didn't, you know, didn't, didn't breastfeed him, make him happy, feel loved. <laughs> Yeah, that's her problem. Mommy issues. That's what it is. <laughs> right, you know we do the food file from time to time. Yes, I think we got it coming up again on Tuesday. It comes mm-hmm. back around. Mm-hmm. We call this. Uh, this we've never done this before. Disgusting food file. Oh no! This is not the regular food file. Oh, it's the no. disgusting food file. Disgusting food stories. There's a British man not happy after finding a screw in his KFC, his Kentucky Fried Chicken, when he went to eat his fries. His name is Callum Fian. He said it took the restaurant 48 hours to get back to him when he called and went, Oh, oh I just got God. some KFC and I found a found a screw in my food. Here's a video of him be posted talking about. I hated the colonel with his wee beady eyes. And that slug oh, look at Wait a minute. <laughs> You're going to buy my chicken. Oh. I'm sorry. I think that's Fat Bastard from Austin Powers. That's not the guy. But <laughs> Found a screw in his Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know, this is why we really shouldn't franchise these iconic American brands overseas. Because, of course, the people that run the KFC, you know, like the flagship, they're not going over there for quality mm-hmm. control. And they don't. Kentucky Fried Chicken is just such an American thing. What are we doing sending it over there to Britain? I know we're trying to make a buck, but still. Have you, just ever, a, have you ever found something in your food? Maybe like a little piece of plastic. Certainly not a yeah. screw or anything like that. But I, you hear about people finding fingernails and hair and all kinds of horrible stuff. I did actually. When I was a kid, I had a hundred grand bar, and it wasn't Halloween or anything. It mm. was I bought it at the store, and I found a screw in it. And ever since then, I've never been able Whoa. to even touch one. I I can't look at them. I bit down into a screw, and this was. Before all social media and never you could go on there and complain. I could have had a huge lawsuit, and I never, I didn't, I like chipped a tooth on a screw when a I was a kid. Sign of my mother's uh, way of getting me to do chores. You know, do you have a death wish? Do it. <laughs> <laughs> she would come up with stuff, and I wonder how much of this was true. But I remember her telling me when I was a little kid, she's like, "I got to be very careful with your Halloween candy. People put razor blades inside." Well. 
you know. You do see stories about that. I don't know how common that. I think I was about thirty five before I was a, not afraid to have a Hershey bar. <laughs> Ross brings me a Hershey bar. Is there a plate in there? <laughs> but no, I've never actually found anything myself like that. Meanwhile, here in uh, disgusting food file. Brody Jenner, we were talking about uh, his sister Kendall, right? His half-sister, I guess. Mm-hmm. Brody Jenner has posted a YouTube video showing him drinking his fiance's breast milk. <gasps> he said, sometimes uh, we're out of coffee creamer. I'm the only one that uses it. Well, I'll play the video for you here. And so he and uh, his uh, fiance Tia got a newborn. She's breastfeeding, pumping the milk, putting it in the fridge. And he's like, nah, that'll work in my coffee. So, of course, people really? have some very strong opinions about this. Here it is. All right, so I just came out to make us both some coffee. And we are out of almond milk. But I did find one thing. Now, I hear great things about breast milk. I hear it's very nutritious. I hear it's very delicious. What a weirdo. I don't know if I care for that at all. Nutritious and delicious. As as somebody who did nurse my children, I would be so upset if my partner drank the milk because that's a lot of work. Like, yeah. did, that, no, are you kidding me? Do you know what I had to do to get that? And you're just putting it in your coffee? I'm going to kill you. I'm <laughs> going to kill put you. that aside, it's a little... Put str- it in your coffee. It's <laughs> just like horrible. It's a little strange, isn't it's, it? I mean, I, I don't know. Is it strange that you're drinking milk from a cow? That's not meant for you either. <laughs> So I don't, that's meant for well, a baby cow and you drink but, it. I mean, so that, I mean, that actually is a good point I mean, when you think about it. Yeah. Point, but. That's breast milk for another animal. So I mean, <laughs> I, it's just natural, but. It's just different. That, yeah. It, it's just, it's yeah, different. it's different. It's not what you would think you would normally do. But if you think about where we get our regular milk from, that is still very strange. It's yeah. not meant for you. It's meant for a baby cow. So I, you know, it, that's also weird. This is a fetish too. There are men that find this to be sexy, you know. Yeah, I don't, oh. I, I don't know I don't about that. that. <laughs> I, I got to tell you something. This is really. I probably shouldn't be sharing this, but there are there. You know, my wife watches these little babies, and a lot of them are very very small, and some of them are still on breast milk. Uh-huh. And you know, the moms will pump it out, and they will freeze it and mm-hmm. put it in our freezer. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'll open up the door and i'll see these things. i it Little just bags. skeeves me out it, <laughs> i don't know what it is it just i look i go ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like a urine sample it's just weird. oh it's yeah. just we, it's just i don't know i mean i know it's beautiful it's natural all that i i know i get yeah, it but, but for but, the baby only that's it just yeah, for the baby not, and it's not you know if 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 it was you know for my child it'd be different but it's just somebody else's. Breath. Oh, it just skews me out, huh? and I get yelled at all the time for saying it. But still, no, that's okay. You steal I, it from the baby calf. Just don't steal that breast milk from yeah, Rochelle. I mean, if you, if you, oh. no, don't steal it from me because I don't have. I no. You still got that pump machine you had? I know. I I gave it away. I gave my pump away. But you know what? what I, someone else is using your pump. That's gross too. No, it's not. You just buy new pieces oh. for it. It's just a, it's just a motor that you're using. You can buy yeah, new pieces for it. Oh. It's not. That's I don't not want strange. someone else's electric toothbrush. When you know what I mean. I that's di- well. That's different. If you took the the t- head off the toothbrush and put a new head on there, that would. It's just the motor that they're using. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, the Kardashians say the breast milk is nutritious and it delicious. Is. So if it the, the Kardashian says so, they must know. You know what I'm saying here? <laughs> if the Kardashians say so, it must be true. True. Number four in a video for Vogue magazine talking about someone who always does weird stuff with her body. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow showed a picture. She has her Oscar. As a doorstop at her summer home out in the Hamptons. And some people are saying this is disrespectful. Some people are saying this is obnoxious that, you know, you've achieved she this level of success. Os- and you, her Oscar you know, is a doorstop? uses it at a doorstop. Now, she says it's just because it doesn't mean anything to her. It's not a not a big deal. Wow. That's okay. Fine. 
That's crazy. Well, she's not sticking at other places like she does got, with those yeah. rocks and stones and oh, that hey stuff now. on her, her Goop website. <laughs> <laughs> she sells stones for $40 that you stick up there. It's uh. Number three, Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk himself, going through a divorce. Oh. She says that he's tried to trap her in the marriage so he can control their assets. At least she's trying to get control of some of their business assets. He says he's trying to establish a conservatorship against her, so some are comparing oh, the situation to really? Britney Spears and her dad, as a matter of fact. Oh, that's, Because he that's claims tough. that she is uh, dealing with uh, mental issues. So there's a, there's a whole deal going back and forth with the oh, Incredible Hulk. That's going to be a nasty divorce yeah. then. I'll tell you, there's a nice guy. I don't know if you ever met uh, I Lou did Ferrigno. Meet him. He's really, nice, really sweet yeah. guy. I like some of these celebrities, so hopefully that will work out just mm-hmm. fine. I don't I don't know what kind of business assets she thinks Lou Ferrigno's got at this point. He hasn't been on television <laughs> in about 50 years, but good luck to him. Number two, Puerto Rico is changing their driver's licenses to add USA. As they've had problems traveling to the mainland, Puerto Rican citizens or Puerto Rican residents, Americans, uh, some they say some Americans don't realize that Puerto Rico is a territory and part mm-hmm. of the U.S. They say that their yep. driver's license will now... Make that easier for border control to understand. Well, I don't know I how hope, you wouldn't be aware of this, but right, I would hope of what all border people, control agent doesn't know that. Right. I was going to say. I think of all people who's going to know that. I think it should be a border control. See, they have difficulty uh, traveling to the mainland, and so it's become such an issue that state officials there are changing the license to make it easier for citizens of San Juan to travel across uh, the border. So, into Florida. That's really. You know, that's sad. one of the best parts about going to San Juan and the in U.S. Virgin Islands is you don't need a passport, you don't mm-hmm. need to go through customs, you mm-hmm. don't need to do any of that. Right. You know. Yeah, that's the, it's the same with the islands. Those are technically U.S. territories, so it's the, yeah, it's yeah. the exact the same Islands, thing. Yeah. But I, well, it depends which one you go to. But yeah, I can't. Yeah. Im- I just can't imagine going to the airport and, or and the border control doesn't know. Well, there's pe- people like me who have licenses Rhode Island and people like Joe Nolan say, what is Boston? Where is that? Never heard. Is that a state? <laughs> near Boston. What is that? Near Boston. Yeah. Number one, new survey, 70% of people say they have lied on a resume. 37% admit to lying frequently throughout mm-hmm. the resume. Now they're essentially making the whole thing up. Common resume lies include embellishing what your responsibilities really were. Altering your job title, make them sound more impressive. Fabricating the number of people you managed. Stretching the length of time you were employed at a job. Listing awards or accolades. Education you do not have, you Mm. did not get. And guess what the most common lie is? Oh, yeah, right now I'm making uh, $500 million. So I'll need to make $500 million if I accept this new position. Mm -hmm. You ever done this? You ever lied at a resume? I don't think I've actually lied. I do think that maybe changing the the job title to make it sound a little fancier. Because, like, I've been a promotions manager, yeah. but I have promotion director. But you know what? I resume. can almost defend. So, like, uh, if you've embellished at all, I can defend you because I can say you're one of those people where you'll just do 10 times more than your job is supposed to be. So it's not right. fair that you don't have a title that accurately reflects the amount of work sure. that you do. Well, you know? thank you. I appreciate where that. Where then I have a title that, that doesn't accurately, because I don't do any work at all. And it sounds like a very important title. But in fact, I don't do anything around here other than complain. You That's know? not true. That's not true. No, well, I... Pretty I, close. <laughs> Shut I'm up, I'm trying Joe. to think. I, the, the only other thing... <laughs> I can think I embellish on is maybe the time frame. And that's only because I don't remember. If you go too far enough back in your jobs, I'm like, I don't remember what. What are you, 90? What does that mean? Well, I've had a lot of jobs. Are you kidding me? And sometimes I'm working two and three at a time. So I'm like, I don't know. I think that was like 2010, maybe somewhere around there. 
I don't know. I will uh, I will go ahead and admit this publicly on the air. I have something that I consider to be a fabricate, but I've just gone with it because the uh, the head of the company told me to do it. And so I've just gone with it all these years. Joe, when we were working back at the dearly departed WPLJ, I was I was I was essentially working as uh, I don't know what you could say. I mean, I guess you could say it was as it, but the, uh, the the head of the company, um, our friend Uncle Mike, said uh, you put down assistant program director. I said I don't know that they ever really gave me that title. I mean, I was certainly doing the job that someone with that time would do. He's like, well, then put it on the resume. So I felt a little guilty all these years that I never officially like they didn't put on a memo and tell the people I did it. You know what I'm saying? So right. I guess I, I guess that's I have done this, though. but but I figured yeah, if he's the head of the company and he tells me it's all right yeah. to put it on there, what the hell, yeah. right? Yeah. And if you were doing the job, I think that that's, that's fair. I think that's fair to say that because you know how to, if you go to another job yeah. and they hire you for that, you know how to do it. So I think that that's fair to put on your resume. Mm. You, I mean, your resume is supposed to be the best reflection of you. So if you have to put things on there that you're not going to put, you know, I really suck and I'm late every day. Please hire me. Well, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> well there's a bunch of people I've worked with that could say that. Yeah. What? <laughs> All right, Wednesday, world-famous celebrity birthday file, Cardi B. Give me the Cardi B. What's the thing she does with her? That's right. She's 31 today. (laughs) Steven Moyer, he's from uh, True Blood, one of the vampires. 54. Jane Krakowski from 30 Rock, 55. Joan Cusack, we mentioned Daryl Hall, Hall & Oates, celebrating his birthday. Still can't believe it. Gone, but not forgotten. Luke Perry from 90210. yeah. He died back in 2019. He was born in 1966. Former First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt. And uh, the head of Heinz, the guy that started uh, the ketchup and mustard ketchup. people, H.J. Heinz, born in the state of history. It's a coming out day. Take your parents to lunch day. That's kind of oh, nice. That's nice. If you can do it. Mm-hmm. And national bring your teddy bear to work day. Shit. Put that on your resume. I bring my teddy bear to work <laughs> each and every day. <laughs> they won't look at you funny at all, I promise. No. You got to do what you got to do to get through the day sometimes. So if you need to cuddle with your teddy, I get it. I mean, I got a couple of things in the office. I like having a little character to the office. Yeah. But there are some people that just, their office is just bananas. Mm-hmm. You know, they got toys and cars. And all kinds of stuff. All yeah. kinds of crap all over the desk. Like, where, where are you working? What is all yeah. this? Is this, a, is this a you museum or are you going to do some work around here? You know what I'm saying? I always think of, and this is probably not a good attribute, and I should not put on my resume. <laughs> I don't want to fill my office because I'm going to eventually have to clean it out. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want the worst to part. clean sure. all of that. Yeah. It seems like a lot of work. When I quit this gig and move on to the next place. <laughs> it's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Really, this is kind of a, a continuation of what we've been talking about here, about resumes and such. Is there a common word? That you can't pronounce. You can't say it. <laughs> One thing, can't spell it. Can't yeah, type it out. Yeah. It's another thing not to even be able to say it. There's a list out of some of the most common words that people admit they have difficulty pronouncing. Rural. R- uh, rural. Yeah, yes. rural. Yeah. That is a tough that word. That is a tough Rural. And hey, listen, I get not to, uh, not to boo-hoo with me, but I'll tell you, you know, I do commercials and those sort of things. And they send you this copy sometimes, and not only are those words difficult, they inevitably put it next to an other, another word That's that... That's always the hardest. Just the way your mouth needs to move to say the word yes. is different. You know, like uh, at statistically rural locations. You know, right. like you do those, I do those credit card deals sometimes where you say, uh, terms and conditions may apply, must be 21 or older to purchase. I mean, it's just that you're like... Yeah. You know? Rural. Rural. Brewery. I get that one a lot. Brewery, yes. One of our towns, Marlboro. Oh, yeah. Marlboro. Marlboro. I guess like the cigarette, Marlboro. Posthumously. That one's not too bad. What'd you put on your your meat the other night? What's that sauce? (laughs) 
or Worcestershire. 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 I just, I, you say it I, like Sid the Sloth from yeah, Ice Age. I feel like I'm drunk when I'm saying it. Like my <laughs> mouth is like, <laughs> Worcestershire. Worcestershire. It's, it, it's really hard for me to say. Worcestershire. This is another one I get because I got a client that does all those, uh, it's a, a restaurant group, right? They got the sushi places. Mm-hmm. Acai. Oh, acai. Doesn't, yes. doesn't sound or look like it's spelled. Another one is the uh, edamame. Edamame, I, sure. I have, a, I have sometimes I have a hard time with that. Like the the M's in there mess me up. February, February, sure. Sixth, sure. And there's some people don't just pronounce it incorrectly based on the spelling. It's not hamster. Yes, there's that, a hamper where you put your dirty clothes, but it's one. a hamster, not right. a hamster. The poor little animal. <laughs> I do. I definitely do. that. And it's espresso, not espresso. It's yes. not. A, it's not like express the clothing store. It's mm-hmm. espresso. So these are all tough, right? Is there a common word you just have trouble with? You can't pronounce it. You can't say it. It's hard for you. You always make fun of me, and I think this is more an accent thing yeah. than an actual word thing. But when I say roof, roof. Roof, 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 aunt, aunt, people do that. And then I was actually doing a commercial for Michelle's event, and I it took me a, like 35 times to say... Mam- Mammography. <laughs> Mammography. Mammography, yeah. Mammography. Participating. Yes. I and always get tripped up on that one. The other one is... Uh, I don't really have a hard time saying it, but... Re- 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 rear wheel drive. Like the back... Rear wheel drive. Yeah, yeah. like the back of your... I can't even Real. say... No, wheel it's no drive. because it's rear rear wheel drive. <laughs> it's hard. I remember a boss of mine. He was literally uh, he had a, a, a big piece of paper and then at his desk and he went draw and uh-huh. he's using a marker draw and then he's opening the desk drawer. And, oh yeah, because we had a guy that just would always pronounce it wrong. Just said the same thing for both words and he was like draw yes drawer. And Never forget the guy Rick O'B. I, I do think some of those things are an accent thing. And yeah. other ones like rear wheels. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> For whatever reason, I can't get it out. I, it's my R's and my M's I have a hard time with, I, I suppose. promise you we're not drinking this morning. Matter of fact, pronunciation is, is difficult, is. ironically enough. Common yes. word you can't pronounce. 732-774-4444. Call us. Text us. Facebook us. Bed Bath & Beyond invites you to their grand reopening. That's right, we're back. We're even in the same location, but with new products and new employees. And a new name, Halloween Superstore. Come and see us, and be sure to bring your coupons. Halloween Superstore does not accept Bed Bath & Beyond coupons, so you'll just be carrying them around the store for nostalgia. Once you're finished with Bed Bath & Beyond, check out Tuesday morning's grand reopening under their new name, COVID test site. Boss Big Show on the air at 1071-997 FM on your boss app, 1071theboss.com. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning playing a high-low free money game again after nine. It'll stuck on jackpot number 12, but we've already given out nearly $5,000 in cold, hard cash to local winners only. You listen to this radio station, you live within ear of this radio station, you win on this radio station, and your next chance to do it happens a little bit after 9, and then again at 1 and 5, so four big chances win cash. High-low free money game online, 1071theboss.com. There's a bonus chance to win $1,007 there, too. Meanwhile, just underway with he said. She said. We started talking about resumes. It's kind of a funny thing. It's common words you can't pronounce. You just can't say them. 732-774-4444. I wish these people would call because I'm going to have a hard time with all of these. Good. <laughs> 0047 said. Perfect job out of you. I know. Water. I say water. Yeah. Again, I, that's water. an accent thing, I think. Yeah. Holly said crayons. 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 Oh, crayons. 
Crayons. Crayons. Crayons. Crayons, okay. Jacob said juror. Is that juror? Yeah, like a jury, a juror. Right. <laughs> three five three six said oil. My southern access a- accent says oil. 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 <laughs> I'll tell you what we're doing right here. Oil. Is digging for oil. <laughs> like foghorn leghorn. <laughs> I tell you, I, t- I say, I say, oil. I say, boy, what we're doing is digging for oil here <laughs> in the great state of Georgia here. <laughs> <laughs> I've always, I, I think what I need to do is be in a production of To Kill a Mockingbird yeah. and, and play the uh, the you Southern Attorney, you, you know, with the it. pocket watch and the three piece white suit. Mm-hmm. I basically want to be Bo- Boss Hog from Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> but I want to be in some sort of a legal drama. Okay, okay. I'll say Matlock. I'll say I'll, I'll say you can't do that here in this town here. You sound like that big chicken from Looney Tunes. That's what I said, Fokker and Leghorn. No, that's his, yeah. Oh, that's his name. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that was his yes, name. Yes, that's his name. You sound like that big chicken. <laughs> Jesus. Give me one more. Three two three zero said aesthetic. Aesthetic is a good one. You sound like that big chicken from Looney Tunes. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that was his name. Foghorn Leghorn is his name. I don't know. All right, let's go to line two. Good morning, Robbie. How you doing, bud? Super fan Ray, ladies and gents. I'm hoping this comes out right. Uh huh. <laughs> Bureaucracy? Bureaucracy. That's oh, a, that is a hard one. That is a good one. Bureaucracy. Bureaucratic. Let alone spelling it. <laughs> Red tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ray. Thank you. Drive safe. You too. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Boss. Hello. Hi. 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 This is Marlene. Hi, Marlene. You got an answer for me? Yes. Around Christmas, everybody has the carolers. Carolers. Caroling. Yeah, caroling. Uh, carolers. carolers, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Carolyn out in the snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I make that joke every Christmas. There's Carolyn out in the snow. She mm-hmm. got a little drunk. She's wandered out in the snow. <laughs> Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Yeah. What's the name of that big Carolyn. Ch- what's the name of that big chicken from Looney Tunes? What do you sound like? <laughs> I, I, I say I said Carolyn done got drunk over here on the grasshopper. It's a common <laughs> word you can't pronounce. 732-774-4444. Call us or text us or answer on Facebook. It's more fun to call us, though, and try saying Please it out loud. call us so I don't have to 774-4444. A couple more of those next year, he said. She said. Hello. The game's sweeping America with your chance to win jackpots anywhere from 107 to 1007. Let's go grab caller number 10. This is Catherine. Hi. Hi there. You're caller 10. You're going to play for the cash. Oh, great. Jackpot number 12. Of course, it's between 107, 1007. It's a number ending in seven. What do you think? 257. 257. 257 is exactly incorrect. Too high. Too high. Yep. Too high, unfortunately. But you can play again at one o'clock. If you can get through again, you can play again. You need a boss shirt just for getting through? Okay. All right. Hang in the line. We'll get that to you. Right here at Jersey's Free Money Station. We play every day. Six, nine, one, and five in high, low. Boy, these are fun today. Common words, <laughs> or at least everyday kind of words. You know, nothing uh, nothing out of the ordinary. But you can't pronounce them. 732-774-4444. The call us, text us, or Facebook us. Our buddy Snap says, Zachly. I said, Zachly. Oh, exactly. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We got a message here. You told me you want me to try this. He's the, uh, the NBA player. It's a Giannis Antetokounmpo, I believe it is. Antetokounmpo. We got to ask Chernoff. Yeah. I remember he was he was on, uh, he, there was a clue for him on Jeopardy, and Alex Trebek did it, and he got it, of course. Well, of course he did, because he was just perfect in his speech, but. It just is such a, I, I believe it's Greek, but it's. Antetokounmpo. I want to say it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. I don't know. There you go. Whoopah. <laughs> 
common words you just can't pronounce. That's not a common word, and it's no, a name. So no, it we'll, is. we'll let that one slide, I think. Kelly said, I really don't mean to, but I always say remote control for remote control. <laughs> I'm 37. Yeah, remote control. <laughs> Ferris said, wash. I always say it with an I, like wish. Mm. Wish. 6133 said, I had to teach myself to say millennium as a kid. It took ages. I remember having to teach myself how to say that too. Yeah, millennial is another one that's a little tricky. Well, I, rem- I remember because I was in school and it was 1998, 19, and then when the millennium came up, I they said, you know, it's a new millennium. And I'm like, what is that? And I could not, it's another one of those M things I had to teach myself to say it. I don't know that we have anybody that'd be an authority on this, unless we have a, a school teacher or a college professor or something that happens to be listening. But uh, there's a lot of debate on whether it's Oregon or Oregon, Nevada, oh, Nevada. Sure. sure. I mean, that's kind of like Aunt sometimes, Anne. Th- th- sometimes I think those are accent, too. Oregon, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oregon. There's a bunch of them for uh, Oregon, mm-hmm. Oregon. That's the same with vase or vase. Yeah. Don't forget your Uranus and Uranus. Yes. Zoe said it took me years to say abominable without stumbling all over the (laughs) syllables. Best thing is bumbles bounce. 7057 said pianist. Mm. Had a lot of answers for... Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Isn't isn't it... You're supposed to say penist, aren't you? It's pianist. I thought you were supposed to say penist. (laughs) No, I believe it's pianist. Are you one of them penists tinkling on the... I believe it's pianist. Ivory keys? It could be wrong. Pianist. There was a movie, wasn't it? The pianist? Yes. Not the penis. <laughs> Not the penis. No, maybe I saw the adult movie version. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of answers for specific or specifically. Hmm. And 2714 said the most difficult words to say is, I'm sorry. Oh, well, look at you. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> giving us a thoughtful answer and a dumb feature. Mm-hmm. What's a common word you just can't pronounce? 732-774-4444. Text Connect always open. We do check those even after hours. Or you get us right there on the Facebook page at 1071 boss. We'll go ahead and add uh, credited to the list of common, common words. <laughs> By the way, what's the name of that big chicken, huh? Amazon. That's good stuff, isn't it? You should see my Amazon cart right now. Well, I was speaking about, uh, I was thinking of Lou Ferrigno, the incredible Hulk in a divorce. Mm-hmm. Mm, Hulk angry at settlement. <laughs> He wasn't the voice of the guy, though. I don't think. I don't think he was the voice. But oh, really? I don't think so. I think he was just the the body. Yeah, and they had a different voice. But the Hulk talk in that show. I mean, there was the guy Bill Bixby that played him when he wasn't the Hulk. But mm-hmm. you know, Michelle is here. She's ready to go. She's chomping at the bit. As a matter of fact, play La Bamba. Got the Goo Goos. Goo Goo and La Bamba. <laughs> the high low free money game. Another chance at that cash. We're trying to narrow down jackpot number twelve. She will do that. We're back tomorrow morning, Thursday, Thursday morning. Right after uh, 6 a.m., we'll do Tips of Your Toddler. We've lined up some phone callers again for that. Mm-hmm. Well, more passes uh, with the Nipsey Newbie of the day. Head to the Wheel of Fortune Live show that's happening at the, the uh, Count Basie Center for the Arts in Red Bank at 710. He said, she said. of course, at uh, 750, Fast Five birthdays, whole lot more, all tomorrow morning.